I don't want you going back to that show again, Ryan. Ugly people should not be put on display for other people to stare at. They should be allowed to stay at home. Hello, and welcome to another episode of That's a Random, a Random Movie Podcast. And this room echoes. I'm in the new podcasting studio is a bit much room. Uh, and I really need to get some bookshelves or something in here to line the walls. Some sort of sound baffling because I can hear my own echo. So I can only imagine what the recording's going to sound like. We'll find out. We'll find out together. Um, I guess this episode, it's been a hot minute. What was the last one you were on? Oh, was it Deadpool 2 or was it Silent Hill Revelations? One of the two, but it was back. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Yeah. Chris Lambert is here. <laughs> Hello. Consummate All Star. To talk about 2001's Wolf Girl, uh, could you tell this is a Canadian television film? Well, maybe not a TV movie. I don't know. I can't believe, I don't believe this came out in theaters. But yeah, I mean, Canadian, Canadian, it's a Canadian production. Late night cable, maybe? Because there's, there's a bit of nudity in this film that I was not expecting. Uh, a bit? <laughs> I understand. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm fine with it, but I was not prepared for the amount of penis in this film. No, like I I seriously went into this feeling like, yeah, like made for TV, almost almost like Lifetime movie type feel, or like then, CW, or yeah, and then yeah, about halfway through, I went, wow, no, this took this went around a corner that I did not see, because <laughs> there's not a ton of swearing and there's not really any gore until the very end so when it came up said it was rated r i was like for what like most of the movie i was like there's hardly any swearing like what is happening oh a number <laughs> of penises that's what's happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah filmed in romania but definitely a canadian production it just has that air of like like it looks like an episode of smallville or yeah you know what i mean like Wolf Girl, yeah. Not what I was expecting, especially looking at the poster or the art yeah. on Tubi. It's like, which is, it's weird because the shot that's on the poster of a naked girl looking into a puddle and seeing a wolf is literally a shot in the movie. And yet the poster sells the film as something that it is not. Because <laughs> that yeah. is one shot. Like it looks like a generic kind of horror, like mid aughts straight to vod you know yeah it, re it reminded horror. me of like a like the the vhs box for a a dark castle film or something yeah or full moon that's what i meant full moon yes but it's not really a horror movie at all until the oh. last five minutes maybe <laughs> like i don't know it's an odd odd film at 97 minutes, it would be 20 minutes shorter if you cut out all the musical numbers, <laughs> I would guess. Yeah. But also, like, an interesting cast. Yeah. Like, I, I was shocked as hell to see Sean Ashmore and Tim Curry. Tim Curry, Grace Jones, Leslie Ann Warren, and also, how very, how very dare you have Tim Curry and Leslie Ann Warren in the same film doing a Clue reunion, and you don't even have them in a scene together. Right. How dare you? Previous episode, Clue. <laughs> yeah, let's just get... But yeah, at 97 minutes, there's still not... I'd say there's not a lot that happens, but I guess I have a lot of notes, so maybe a lot does happen. I can't tell if there's too much crammed into 97 minutes or not enough, story-wise. <laughs> but again, if you took out the musical numbers, this would be like an hour. So... I guess that's some filler there. Not musical numbers like people break on into song. There's a freak show and they put on sort of like these little cabaret performances and we're going to watch all of them <laughs> yeah. from start to finish. It reminded me of, it's the thing I did not like about Luke Cage season one where the episode would stop dead because we're at the club and so we have to watch an entire musical number. Yeah. Five minutes out of an episode, like, <laughs> stop. Not what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the movie opens, there's teens, a group of teens, uh, no goods, no goodniks, just wandering around the woods looking for a wolf. 
which seems like the opposite of what he should be doing. Well, these teens are marginally big on balls and short on brains most of the times. They're troublemakers. Yeah. Trouble looker fours. But yeah, if I hear, oh, that stretch of woods, there's a wolf in there, I'd be like, cool, don't go there. <laughs> Not, let's go find that wolf. What? <laughs> no, sir. Maybe I'm a pussy, whatever. Yeah, one of them is Sean Ashmore, who, even though I know in my brain there's two Ashmore brothers, I can never remember which is which. This yeah. is Sean Ashmore who played Iceman in the X-Men movies. And he's... And Aaron and he's, was the one that was on Warehouse 13. I think. Sean is also in that show The Rookie uh, with Nathan Fillion, which I have not seen a second of, but it's still on the air as far as I know. And he played Lamplighter on The Boys, which I also have not watched. I'm... It does because I have all the yeah. comics. I've just it's just one of those things <laughs> I haven't started yet, and I'll get to it eventually, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not Aaron Ashmore, who is in Lock and Key, who played Jimmy Olsen on Smallville and was on Veronica Mars. So when I'm watching Lock and Key and I'm seeing him, I'm thinking, oh, it's Iceman. No, it's not. It's his brother. <laughs> but they're <laughs> twins, so they look the same. I forget which is which. Yeah, Sean Ashmore, he's playing Bo. Oh, there's this girl, Crystal, who's about to like slingshot a cute little bunny just for no reason other than being like bad news. These are bad news kids. Yeah, yeah these guys are just dicks. They're, they are. They're for no reason. assholes to everyone all the time and each <laughs> other. Like, just to skip ahead, when they find Bo's dead body at the end of the film, they oh, could yeah. not be arsed. <laughs> They don't give a fuck. They're like, wow, look at his dick. It's so tiny. Like, they're, like, <laughs> their friend is dead. They Completely. do not care. They just make fun of his corpse. Yeah, they shrug it off very, very easily. <laughs> Wild. Uh, one of them is Nate Dushku, who is known for being Eliza Dushku's brother and not much <laughs> else. And the girl is... The IMDb trivia, one of the few things is, this is so-and-so's, the girl who plays Crystal. This is her film debut, and I'm looking at IMDb, and it's like, okay, this is also her film funeral because I don't see, like, I've never heard, I've never seen a thing this person's in. I've never heard of, which is fine. She's doing stuff, she's not stuff I've seen. And the rabbit belongs to this kid Ryan, who's kind of like a, I don't know, what I want to describe him. Now him, I do recognize. Because, and I'm, I may be alone in this room with this, but I'm a big fan of, well, not a big fan, but I, I enjoy the movie Get Over It with Ben Foster and Kirsten okay. Dunst. And he is in that movie playing a character that not even lovingly referred to as Little Steve. So in this movie, every time I saw him, I, I couldn't even remember his name in the movie. He was just Little Steve in my He's head. He's also all over season two of Umbrella Academy, I guess. I don't, I don't remember him from that, but I mean, he'd be quite a, 20 years older or whatever. But And then he is also in previous episode, VFP. I couldn't tell you where, but according to IMDb, he plays someone called, huh. I don't even remember, like Hard Drive 1K or some shit, some dumb DJ name. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> I couldn't have picked him out of a lineup, but, but yeah, we got Tim Tim Curry, kind of reigning it because we're used to like the Tim, the big Tim Curry, you know. Tim Curry's always got it dialed up to twelve, yeah. super camp. And this is pretty. I mean, when he's doing his sort of sideshow Barker thing, that's the Tim Curry you expect. But he has his little dramatic moments of you know where he's reining it in and he's just, you forget that like, oh yeah, Tim Curry's actually like a good actor. He's not, <laughs> you know, got it cranked up all the way, all the time. He's not always Long John Silver. <laughs> no. Yeah, he is Harley. He runs Harley's traveling freak show. I guess they've traveled all the way from Romania to Canada. And they roll, they're just rolling through the woods to where they're going to set up. I mean, there's not a building in sight. This is, we're always into the woods. But they're playing like their theme song as they roll through the woods, like for who? The, ha the fact that these <laughs> ne'er-do-well teens are out there looking for wolf is just a coincidence. There's no one else there to hear that music. <laughs> but 
I guess it's like the ice cream truck. You hear it from miles away and you run. <laughs> freak show, freak show. Yeah, Leslie Ann Warren is Ryan's mother. She works for a cosmetic company. What she's doing in this podunk little shit town, I don't know. But And she's doing experiments on rabbits, trying to find hair removal, hair removal experiments on rabbits, which will come into play a bit. Other things that like people from this either went on to things or were already known from things to a surprising degree. The score for this, the composer was done by a guy named Christoph Beck, who if that name sounds familiar, it might, he's kind of a big deal now. Well, he was, he did all the score. He did, he was the composer for Buffy season two through six. So he did all the Buffy music. I love this. He also did all the Ant-Man movies and WandaVision and She-Hulk, I think, and Hawkeye. So he's like an MCU score guy now. So he did the Ant-Man score. Frozen? He did the score for Frozen. So he's a big deal. (laughs) And he was, (laughs) you know, everybody comes from somewhere. He came from Wolf Girl from 2001. (laughs) And weirdly, if you look at IMDb, Tara, the star of the film, the main character of this film, the titular Wolf Girl, is like so far down the cast list on IMDb. It's like, why? People have never, I, not, not that I've heard of her <laughs> either, but she's, she's on some stuff now. Um, she's on a lot of voice work in video games that I know. What show is she on? She's on one of those kind of procedural sh- Oh, the Jack Ryan show. The oh, one yeah. Krasinski. Krasinski. She's on that currently. Uh, but yeah, Tara, the wolf girl, like Jojo the dog face boy has hypertrichosis but also is a wolf i don't know it's confusing because (laughs) as the movie goes on and she starts to lose her hair she becomes more wolf-like inside more animalistic in her nature as she becomes more human but even to start with they seem to not be able to decide does she just have this not disease but um yeah what's the word i'm looking for Abnormality, yeah. Uh, This hypertrichosis (laughs) that, you know, makes her have hair all over her face and her body and be a wolf girl. But she also, like, howls like a wolf. She has sharp teeth. Like, hypertrichosis doesn't give you fangs. Why does she have those? Well, no, I I did notice, because it's in my notes here, is the only reason I remember. Um, She she doesn't normally. She puts them in for the shows. She has fake paws and finger and teeth. I missed that little moment. But like at the end, she has real fangs (laughs) because she is becoming (laughs) more like a werewolf as the movie goes on. It's it's odd. It's weird. But she also, I guess, she's just practiced a lot because her howl is a perfect like wolf howl. (laughs) Yeah, and I I got the feeling through the course of the movie that the she was just aside from her condition she was just a normal human and then the serum started turning her more animalistic and that's where the like wolf tendencies came from but there's no explanation as to why they don't tell us why that's just happens. a side effect of this untested thing she was taking because we do see the rabbit that like chewed itself to death because it went psychotic yeah. and and then yeah yeah and and what a lucky or unlucky, I guess, break that she just happened to befriend the nerdy son of the lady that was making this, this serum <laughs> that removes yeah. body hair. And that's like her one wish in life. Yeah, definitely stopped in the right town. Or neck of the <laughs> woods. Uh, yeah, and Grace Jones is in this playing someone who is half, like, straight down the middle, vertically, is, is like male on one side, female on the other side. So when she turns like a two-face like type two-face but her whole body and different genders <laughs> and it's well, that's pretty cool i don't know yeah but there's all circus freaks there's a giant quote-unquote you know the fat lady there's the geek lady who bites heads off of doves and the guy who drives needles in themselves and a crab man whose knees are bent backwards and lots and lots of little people so it's a classic freak show as they call it but they do mention here that, like, we're out here in the woods because and traveling because no circus will have us anymore. County fairs won't even have us. Like, we're so 
not the thing anymore. You know, people don't have time for this, you know, either yeah. morally or just because there's Netflix now, you know, like we don't need. <laughs> so and these ne'er-do-well kids come to see the show. They're allowed to just, I don't really also don't understand the setup of this freak show. Cause you would think we're like, we set up camp and then we have show that goes from, we have a matinee that goes from two to four and we have an evening show that goes from seven to nine. But it seems to kind of be running all day long. People just wander in and out because yeah. there's daytime scenes where he's like, check this out. It's the geek lady. But then it, it's nighttime when they're in the tent and ooh, the wolf girl in a cage. So it just, is it just, a, it's like the Ren Fair where it's just constantly running all day long and you just, people come and go. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> but these troublemaking teenagers, they've got Tara's in a cage pretending to be feral, biting a, I'm assuming a fake rabbit that they use over and over you know and growling and snarling yeah, and bearing your fake fangs and Bo because they were walking the teenagers were walking their dog around throws dog shit at this girl and hits her and she freaks out and runs away but bro you you still had to pick up dog shit like I don't know how I don't know how much <laughs> of a gotcha it is to throw dog shit at someone when you ungloved yeah just, he, yeah he does it yeah, bare just handed. barehanded holding dog shit as well so you're just as covered in dog shit as she is so i don't know who wins this exchange i mean i guess she yeah. got it in the face and he kept it on his hands but still no no thank you yeah so she freaks out and she's snarling kind of scaring the crowd and runs off like out the back of the cage or whatever and the teenagers are traveling through the woods that night and Ryan, the nerd boy, who's sweet on Tara, the wolf girl, is like out there making wolf sounds to scare them. And like really, everybody runs off, leaves Bo all alone. He's really scared by himself in the woods. And then when he finds out that it's Ryan, beats the shit out of this nerd. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you should not have revealed yourself. Like, he comes out with like, uh, who's the pussy now? You, because he's about to punch the shit out of you. Like, you're, it's still you. You're still the pussy. <laughs> Yeah, so Ryan invites Tara over to his mom's basement, like you do, where she has her little bunny lab set up and explains to her, like, yeah, my mom's working on this hair growth or hair removal formula, and she thinks that it actually like works better intravenously than it does topically, which is odd <laughs> also. Like, you can't do both. It can do one or the other. I don't think like it you works can't, like that. Like you can't just take a vaccine and slather it on your face. Just like you can't take <laughs> suntan lotion and shoot it in your veins and you won't be sunburned anymore. Like, no, you're just dead. <laughs> so it can't be both of those things, but okay. But he's figured out. So he has this formula and he's like, I'm not supposed to. I don't know all the side effects yet, but whatever. But like, she's like, oh my God, yes, it's all I want. Give it to me. So he injects her with this stuff. And the first couple of days, nothing's happening. And she's frustrated and mad about it. Like, oh, another thing that didn't work. I guess. But she does start having daydreams and things of like a more animalistic nature. Like <laughs> there's a scene where she like accidentally stumbles into like a dog grooming place. And this dog, this little yappy poodle runs up to her and she grabs it, rips its throat out like fucking uh, Kristen Dunst in <laughs> Review of the Vampire. But then it's just, a, it's just like a daydream she had or like a waking, you know, didn't actually happen. But on her mind, sort of a bloodlust yeah. is growing. Yeah, and they do make a point of like showing that this is a dramatic thing because they mentioned earlier that she is vegetarian. Yes. So this is like a huge thing for her that she's daydreaming about. Yeah, and why it's a big deal that she'll get a cheeseburger rare when they go to the diner, all this yeah. stuff. There's a there's a musical number with there's a legless boy there's a boy who has like no bottom half and there's like marionette legs that come in and dance with him which is i guess i don't know that but like the freak show is like you just would come and like it's not a whole cabaret thing like this is the freak show that i i never went to a lot of freak shows yeah. but to my recollection of what it should be <laughs> is like you just walk through a thing and there's like and here's the snake boy and here you know they're not like it's not a whole stage 
or if it, even if it is a stage production, but it's not eight musical numbers a night. I don't know. <laughs> Where you're actually like sitting in the tent and watch, I don't know. <laughs> Think of the state, one of my favorites, the state sketches. Where it's the freak show, but, but no one's actually free. It's like, behold, the whatever twins. They were joined at the hand shortly after birth, and they've chosen rarely to ever let go. Freaks! <laughs> it's Ken Marino saying, freaks! <laughs> the snake man! <laughs> and it's just, Michael Ian Black comes out of a basket and goes, <laughs> So good. <laughs> The, the, the bad teams are back in the crowd again. Nobody's keeping on. You should be keeping an eye on this. After the first night, you should be on the lookout. But now Bo has darts, like like bar darts. Yeah. That he throws. There's also some point system the teams are talking about that is never really explained. Like, oh, she's a 15 pointer to what? Like to hurt, to embarrass, right. to sleep with. Like, what is this point system? I don't know. But he throws darts at her. <laughs> He gets three of them off, and nobody seems to notice that he's standing up in the middle of the seated crowd and throwing these darts at her. But he gets her with them, and it hurts. She breaks through the cage and, like, tries to attack him, and they have to, like, pull her out. And he runs away, and they have to, like, pull her out of the crowd. And that's the talk of the town. And she plays it off as, like, oh, yeah, it's just part of the show. Don't worry about it. But it wasn't. It was her, like, going, you know, feral. Yeah. In fact, Tim Curry, the next day, asks sort of the backstage people like that was a cool thing you did with the cage i didn't know you were going to do that like did you score the bars or what and they're like we didn't do it we thought you did it and he's like holy shit she really she really broke it <laughs> but then doesn't seem to i mean he does grow more and more worried about her because he's always like oh you're my favorite you're my girl you know you're the star attraction whatever but upon hearing that news that she broke through the cage he's like oh that's something and then does not speak to her about it <laughs> at all <laughs> Tara and oh, I missed uh, some musical number with a little person uh, where he sings a song called "Just the Right Height for Delight." That's very sexually charged. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a yeah. I just in my notes, I just wrote another inappropriate yeah. musical because <laughs> they're all yeah, very they're all, like yeah, like sexually themed. Well, not the one like all the musical one. numbers. I'm your legs and I'll follow you everywhere. Sight, oh, I left true, you because yeah. you have no legs, stupid boy. Like, really. <laughs> kick, kick this kid while he's down. But yeah, it's like a strip tease with this little person and he's singing a song about how he's just the right height that the ladies love him. Okay, that's fine. But it doesn't exactly move the plot forward. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Tara and Ryan make out a little bit. They're like hanging out, you know, she's like, oh, thank you. You know, the thing didn't work, but whatever. And he's like, he's checking in on her, like oh, no side effects or nothing. And she's like, no, I'm fine. Even though she knows she's maybe not fine. Things have been a little weird, but and they kiss a little bit. And she's like, I, you know, I wanted a dose of that. I want another injection of the serum. And he's like, yeah, I don't think we should do that. Like the person didn't work, you know, so there's no point doubling down on it. And then she has a sheep dream. She has a dream that she's on all fours, jumping over a corral and eating a sheep. <laughs> and I'll say it's a pretty good makeup job on the wolf girl, especially when you consider, because in the next scene, she takes a shower. And so it's her standing there. And I mean, she's naked, but she has this hair all covering everything. But she's actually standing in the shower. And other than the clumps, a couple little clumps that are supposed to fall off, because that's what the story dictates, you would think getting under the shower, immediately all of this hair would just run off of her. But it's on there pretty good because she's in the shower, she's rubbing herself, like, and the hair's not coming off. The makeup is not coming off. So that's that's a pretty yeah. solid makeup job. So she goes back over to Ryan's under the pretense of just visiting or whatever, but sneaks downstairs when he's talking to his mom and steals, since he won't give her a dose, uh, steals one for herself and takes it. And his mom warns him to stay away from Tara and the freak show. Which I don't really understand why, other than they had to like add some a little extra. Well, you paid Lizanne more, and you wanted her in more than one scene. <laughs> like she flew all the way to Canada, so <laughs> right or Romania, wherever the hell. Again, I'm, I'm assuming the stuff in the house is probably shot in Canada, and the 
outdoor forest stuff was all Romania probably. But yeah, he's like, oh, I met a girl. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> she's thinking to herself, oh my God, finally, this kid, <laughs> my poor, ugly nerd son. Well, maybe that's why she got into the cosmetic industry and the beauty industry because she got she was saddled with this butt ugly kid. It's like, no, <laughs> I will find a cure. <laughs> but, um, and then he's like, yeah, it's the wolf girl from the freak show. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> ugly people should be allowed to stay home. <laughs> it's like ugly people should not be out in public for people to gawk like i understand the sentiment she's coming at coming from of like it's exploitative or whatever but the way she's saying it is like ew ugly people out of out of stay out of sight no one needs to look at that (laughs) yeah but then her next line should have been oh and that reminds me go back to your room yes (laughs) (laughs) where's where's the pillowcase (laughs) <laughs> I didn't cut eye holes in it for nothing. We've talked about this, Ryan. And also, Tara, it's not... For a girl who's covered head to toe in hair, still an attractive girl. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. even with the hair, I think about it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know? She's not an ugly... She's not ugly. She just has extra hair. Yeah. To make it work. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Ryan takes in defiance of his mother and the whole town uh, takes Tara to this diner and it's a whole it's not a whole scene they don't really cause a scene but the waitress is like hesitant to come over like oh my god the wolf girl I heard about her she attacked the crowd at the freak show and like slips her a menu and Ryan's like he's growing some balls he's like hey my friend here would like to order something she has a menu and a plate like and she's like no I'm good I don't need anything like this is this was a bad idea. And he's like, nope, you are ordering food. We're getting you a cheeseburger. How do you want it? <laughs> Rare, she says. But then Bo comes in and is like, hey, didn't you see the sign? No pets allowed. He's giving him shit. And she slaps him. And it's another sort of daydream thing where when she slaps him, she slapped him like with claws and he has like claw marks on his cheek. And he does a really high pitch like, hi Like... <laughs> But it wasn't real. She just slapped him. You know, it cuts right back to he doesn't have claw marks on his face at all. But she kind of, and then we get her backstory. Ryan wants to learn more about her. And it's a pretty crazy, like, if this is set in 2001, her backstory takes place in 1812. (laughs) Because this was definitely filmed in Romania. And like Romanian peasants that look like they just walked off the set of a Dracula movie. (laughs) <laughs> with like muskets and shit and torches like walking around but her mother you know her her dad left when this hairy child was born because she must be a demon and the villagers are going to kill this baby and the mom like what in 2000 what 1991 maybe is when she was born like right that's bananas <laughs> they're acting like it's yeah the 1700s or something we're gonna kill we're gonna find that baby and kill it and they can't so she gives the baby to uh tim curry as the because the freak show is traveling through romania gives the baby to them and then they murder this mom like she comes back without the baby they don't believe the baby's dead and they just shoot her in the street like in 1991 i think that's pretty uh libelous of country of romania I don't imagine <laughs> Romania currently, or even in 2001, is like <laughs> the superstitious set of a hammer film. Like, my God. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, it seriously felt like like those were almost from two different movies. 100%. And, but I, I don't think that I had anything to do with it. I think that whoever was making the movie was seriously like, yeah, no, Romania is still like super back backwards and dark ages, right? Let's just, let's just do that. No, and don't get me wrong. There are still cultures. I know there are definitely you know places in Africa and some other places where even like an autistic kid, they're like throw that kid in the river. You know, yeah. like that kid is useless and wrong. Throw him in the river, drown him. So it still happens. I just don't think it happens in Romania. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, if anything, I would think that Romania currently, or even in 2001, 
go way out of their way to be like hip and cool and modern because all anyone knows is like, oh, that's where werewolves come from, right? And they're like, no, fuck, we have Starbucks. Shut up. You know, like they're trying. Like I would, if anything, I would think they're doubling down on. There's no vampires here. <laughs> if a kid's born with hair, it's fine. Just to get the tourism board happy, you know. Was Romania also the set of where um, previous episode? My sister's a werewolf. Is that what it was called? Uh, the girl who cried. The girl werewolf. who cried werewolf. That was also Romania. The boy wasn't who it? cried werewolf. Yeah, the boy who cried werewolf. I think so. It was also Romania, which was a very, even that one was a little more hip and modern than this is. Yeah, they had like cars and shit. They full ass cars. <laughs> so, and this is where, yeah, this is where the movie takes a hard right turn into rated R territory in a very unexpected fashion, because she leaves the diner. Bo has left the diner because he got, oh, Nate Dushku spilled a milkshake on him. So he had to go home and change. She wa- happens to walk by his house and peeks in his window. And he's standing there. He just took a shower. He's standing there in a towel, dancing to himself to the radio. And the towel falls off. And we have whatever the, op- like the polar opposite of, you know, being a Boogie Nights, Mark Wahlberg had the giant schlong prosthetic. This is the <laughs> polar opposite of that because it's a tiny little micro penis. But it's inside of the biggest merkin you've ever seen. Like this teenage boy has <laughs> the seventies bush of a champion. Like holy <laughs> shit! It's a enormous bush on this teenage boy in two thousand and one. Like it goes up to his nipples practically. It's enormous, <laughs> and nestled inside of that is a tiny little vole, a tiny little micro penis, and he sees her see it. He's like, no, my man, my shit, you know, and in in a pretty well, apt. The thing is, he wasn't even he wasn't even doing this this little towel dance in his bedroom or anything. It was like in the living well, room. Nobody's home. Like in front of a big picture window. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mom ain't home or whoever he lives with. I know it's like that's on you, man. <laughs> uh, but it's a pretty apt, whether it per- intentional or not given that it's Canadian, but a pretty apt metaphor for like guns in America, <laughs> you know, like, oh no, everybody knows I got a tiny penis, but I got a big gun, look out, you know, because he immediately like, I'm yeah. grabbing this giant pistol, I'm going to chase this girl down, because how dare you know that I well, have a tiny, tiny I, PP and a giant pickup. I was going to say something about that, because they, they, I thought they actually did a pretty decent job weaving these little things subtly into the story because there's also the bit with uh oh what is her name i can't remember crystal where we find out that she has an eating disorder because she's walking through the freak show and she comes she goes to see the the bat lady she's standing there looking at her and she's eating something she's like would you want some you know and she's kind of uh, no, and goes outside and makes herself throw up. She was seeing in the fat lady what she oh, feared hey man, for herself. You picked up on something I did not catch at all. I thought she was just such an <laughs> asshole that she was like, oh, the fat lady's so gross, and just went outside and puked. I didn't see her make herself puke. I thought she just saw the fat lady and it made her puke because she's such an asshole. <laughs> no. Or yeah, no, it, it was Crystal's cotton candy that she was eating. And the fat lady asked her for some, and she gave her a little bit. And so she immediately like threw it away and then went outside and made herself huh. throw up. She's like, I don't want to be like I didn't that. Catch that. Is this a good movie? But... I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't catch that at all. Well, not to not to jump to the, the part at the end where we usually give our general opinion, but I thought it at least wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a great movie. Alright, you know, it wasn't anything terrible. No, it's not terrible. I definitely would have cut several of the musical numbers, even if even though that would have knocked <laughs> it down to like 65 minutes or something, but that really made the movie drag and stops it dead every time there's a movie. I know it's trying to show like this is the freak show life. Here's what you know, but like I'm not that's I don't know. That's not the interesting part to me. The interesting part is the wolf girl and Maybe what's going on with the teenagers? I'm not that interested in them either. But no, I don't. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's great. <laughs> but yeah, there isn't. There aren't really like 
terrible performances. Like everybody's performances are okay, pretty good. It's not, there's no yeah. like trash. They went out of the way to not, there's no like trash special effects. They didn't do any like, we're not, we, we can't really do CGI right, but we're going to try anyway. They're just like, no, fuck it. We're not going to do it. <laughs> you know, which is a good, you yeah. know, live within your means, filmmakers. Yeah, I, you know, I thought it's, it's okay. Yeah. It, it, it makes some decisions that I find odd. <laughs> but. Yeah, and uh, seeing Bo's. Uh, no, I was. I think we were headed the same way. I was going to say, I was being shown the micro peen just opens the floodgates for penises. It's like, well, we shown that one. Here's some more. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they went. It was almost like they accident. And I'm not saying. I'm sure Sean Ashmore has a lovely, nice penis, and this is a fake thing. But it's almost like they accidentally filmed that. Well, and went shit. That was good. I guess. I guess we're doing nudity now. Let's do more. Because, yeah, it is like the floodgates open. Because then the next thing is a Grace Jones music number doing the, you know, about gender identity, you know, gender, you know. And surprise for the audience, the mostly male audience, who think they're seeing ladies disrobing fairly flat-chested ladies. So that should have been a hint. But, you know, <laughs> just right. And they're like, woo, yeah, great. And then the, they take their thongs off. It's the crying game. <laughs> Two dogs flop out, and all the guys in the crowd are like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was just no. <laughs> See, they should have then started vomiting. <laughs> I'm not saying no. I'm hang on. I'm not saying they should start vomiting. They should fucking grown ups to go. Oh, it's a penis. Okay, none of my goddamn business. But I mean, yeah, no. that would have been a. A reaction from him, I guess. If at least one of them was like, no, bleh. but yeah, none of them are too, none of them like run out or like try to cause trouble. They're all just like, oh no, I learned something about myself today. <laughs> they all look <laughs> downhearted, let's say. They were so excited. <laughs> and then very quickly, Tara kills Bo. He's like chasing her through the wood. He like smashed her window with something and she jumped out the window. She's chasing him through the woods and well, he came in and with the gun yeah. into her trailer and shot yes. at her and missed. And so, yeah, and then she chases him out. Yeah. And, yeah, has actual fangs now and rips his throat out and leaves him, leaves him there. I guess also pulled his pants down. Because when they find his body they, later, they're like, wow, caught his pants down. And they mean literally because then the guys are like, look at, his tiny, look at our dead friend's tiny penis. That's crazy. <laughs> I guess she left him there for the whole world to see. Like, see, here's the here's the freak, the tiny dick man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> see, that's what it's saying. Isn't that the message of the movie? We're yeah. all freaks. You just under Aren't we all Crystal's the freaks? Crystal's a freak because she has an eating disorder. He's a freak because he's got a micro peen. Real true beauty's on the inside because the hairy girl is beautiful. But then she turns like into an evil killer, so that kind of throws that out. But well, I, I don't know about evil. She turns into a an, an instinctual killer. Yeah. 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 She goes it's with not, her animal yeah. Evil's instincts. Evil's not the right word, but a uh, far cry from the soft spoken vegetarian she was at the beginning. And then, again, yeah, because the nudity floodgates are open. Now we get hairless boobs because Tara wakes up and the hair removal thing has worked mostly. Mostly just her breasts, really. <laughs> like, she still has a trail of hair running between them and all the hair on her face. So she doesn't notice right away. But when she goes to get in the shower, oh my God, there's no hair on my. I have just lovely breasts hanging out with no hair on them. Crazy. But back at Ryan's mom's basement, she's showing him, like, oh, the bunny is bad news. He's chew this bloody bunny is like chew is chewing itself to death because he's lost his mind and he can't stand being. Trapped, which I guess is maybe it's supposed to be a metaphor for Tara's trapped in the freak show. I mean, I guess she feels, but this is like the only family she has. But yeah. she straight up says that. So it's not as if, I don't know that she, I mean, she feels trapped by her condition. Uh, well, maybe the idea that like, okay, I can cure my, if I can cure my condition, I can be normal, but then I'll lose my family because I won't be a freak anymore. 
Hang on, is this a good movie? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Be. I'm noticing thematic elements <laughs> like they warned me about. <laughs> so now she goes, so it's almost complete. It is working. She, yeah, she still has hair on her face and her arms, but her back is clearing up. Again, her, her breasts are completely hair free now. And so she goes over to Ryan. She's begging him, like, no, it's working. Give me, like, one more dose. And he's like, no, man, look at this bunny's decapitated head. My mom's cut its head open to look at its brain. Look at that. You know, that's going to be you. I can't do this. That, no more, no more. And she pushes, she smashes him against the shelf with the fridge door and steals it and climbs out the window and runs away. Like she's like an addict now. <laughs> and since it's an injection, it almost looks like a, it's very addict like heroin addict imagery because she's like huddled in her bed injecting herself with something and crying and like you know <laughs> passing out yeah. making up in the woods when she comes back from that she gets in a kind of an argument with harley who's finally like hey are you okay like where were you you've been gone a lot lately and and again because there's still hair on her face he doesn't know anything has changed because all of her hair free places are under her clothes Oh, she also, she burnt her clothes on the slide that were covered in Bo's blood. So no one, no one knows about that. No one has found Bo's yeah. body yet. And she's like, no, I'm not okay. What do you like? Oh, she even say she's, they, they get in an argument. Yeah. Cause he like, he genuinely is like, <clears throat> Hey, you know, I, you know, I love you. And then he like leans in and does this little like scratching her hair and saying she's a pretty girl or something. And then she's like, she's like, I'm not your dog. Yeah, and she's like, why can't everybody just leave me alone? And he's like, well, okay, fine. Moody. Damn. <laughs> then the teens find Bo's body in the woods. And again, I mean, his throat is ripped out. It's a gory, bloody scene of carnage. And they're like, huh, Bo's dead. Somebody, somebody put his pants out. Look at his yeah. tiny penis. Like, they're just like, don't give a shit. But they find his gun first. And Crystal takes that. And honestly, yeah, like they, there's so little reaction. So later, when at the tent, when she, when Crystal's like, she killed Bo, it, you can tell that it's just something for her to use. It's not even that she's actually upset that Bo's dead. It's just like, kill the freak, you know? Yeah, they weren't like dating or anything. But yeah, there's no like, oh my God, Bo's dead. We better go call. I mean, obviously they do call the police or something, but. You know, they're never like, there's zero sadness or zero like, <laughs> like how many dead bodies have they seen? <laughs> they stumble, they stumble across one and are like, huh, what is it, Tuesday? Like, they just don't give a shit. <laughs> Man, things are rough in Canada, I guess. Yeah, what's going on? I heard Canada, Canada's supposed to be so nice. <laughs> Not these teenagers, <laughs> bad kids. By the age of 17, they've seen 15 dead bodies and it just doesn't unplus them anymore. And then it's panic at the freak show because, <laughs> yeah, Crystal's there saying, oh, the wolf girl killed Bo and people are, she runs into the crowd and stuff's getting knocked over and the tent falls down and like everybody's running out. And Tara runs into Crystal or Crystal comes across Tara in the woods and now all of her face hair, all of her hair, not all of her hair. She's not hairless. She still has... So that's, that's the other thing. The hair on her head should also fall out. Like, that's not exempt from the hair <laughs> removal. Right? It's not genetically right. targeted to only do hair you right. don't want. <laughs> like, but she has normal, like, normal girl hair, but there's no hair on her face. There's no hair on her anywhere else. Yeah, because she takes, like, one last huge dose and injects herself. And, like... <laughs> I have this note because she like she falls on the forest floor like convulsing like in fetal position and her arms and legs are twitching and in my notes I was like oh look she's dreaming because <laughs> that's yeah. what it made me think of is like when you see a dog dreaming and well, she's chasing arms, a like, car are... <laughs> <laughs> yes she doesn't know Crystal doesn't know she's talking to the wolf girl she thinks it's just some girl who's in the woods she's like hey are you looking for the wolf girl too I am and then <laughs> Crystal is messed up. I don't know what her deal is, but she like she's close and she's like talking to Tara and decides to just like kiss Tara out of the fucking blue. Like, oh, you're really pretty. And Tara bites her tongue off. And then I know this is supposed to be serious, 
but it made me laugh so hard. Tara rolling around on the ground, blood pouring out of her mouth, screaming, where's my tongue? Where's my tongue? Where's my tongue? <laughs> like, that's funny shit. <laughs> like, I don't, what do you mean? Where is it? It got eight. You, <laughs> it's gone. It's not like a magician came. Like, got your nose. Like, got your tongue. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Crystal's freaking out about where is her tongue. Ryan comes up, stumbles across across the scene, has the gun that Crystal dropped, and he's. Tara's like growling at him and like she's more wolf than man now. Looks like she might be attacking him. He's begging her to like stop. It was my fault. I never should have gave you the stuff. I don't want to shoot you. And then the real wolf that they've been talking about and looking for this whole time, just like, hey guys, just like walks through. <laughs> What's all this now? <laughs> I'm just trying because they were saying that like, oh, a wolf killed so-and-so's cow or something. So like there was already a wolf in play. Yeah the teams were looking for here it is and it's kind of, it's a pretty dumb fake out because the wolf's like just kind of looking at them and then tara's going to charge at him and he kind of blindly fires and the crowd of torch-bearing gun-bearing idiots that are wandering around looking for her run up and they're like oh wow and he tara's gone the wolf is dead he shot the wolf by mistake instead of tara and the people uh I don't remember if it's Nate Dushku or one of them was like, wow, she really was a werewolf. <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, that's a wolf. Like, you really think, <laughs> I thought Romania was superstitious, this shit. But yeah, so the wolf is dead, so they think everything's okay now. And I guess because her tongue is gone, Tara can't tell them, no, a wolf didn't bite my tongue off, that girl did. Somebody get her a pad and a pen, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> get a sketch artist in here. That's no wolf. But she can talk enough that we can hear her say, where's my dog? Where's my tongue? Like, she could be able to say, <laughs> no, the girl did it or something. I don't know. And But yeah, the other two, the two boys, Whiffer and whatever, yeah, Nate Dushku and the other one, are way less concerned about their friend Crystal, who is pouring blood out of her <laughs> detongued mouth, than they are like, wow, dead wolf. Crazy. <laughs> shot a wolf that's wild man like that's the thing they're paying attention to yeah, okay. they almost made me think of like every time there was a mob in the simpsons like just how <laughs> how weird and like screwed up their priorities always were <laughs> i remember that happening like two or three times in the simpsons but oh yeah so they roll out of town without her and yeah, then she's just roaming around the woods, crawling off like an animal, and she looks in the water, and the, her reflection is a wolf, and it's like, movie, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you trying to say? Like, I get, I get the metaphor you're going for, but are you saying that in actuality, she's like a wolf now? Like, what? I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know what you're going for here, but it doesn't land, really. Yeah, she's like... For the first time, completely human-looking, but in her mind, she's fully a wolf. Yeah, that's... Yes. And there's this weird, like, Bo Alanis Morissette song as they close and go to credits. No. Dude, that is an Ani DeFranco original song written for this movie. Oh, okay. I just heard it, and I was like, this kind of sounds like, like maybe they were turning into an Alanis song, but okay. I didn't know that. No, that's yeah, that's that is an original Ani DeFranco song oh, wow. for the film Wolf Girl. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, I was Crazy. I forgot to mention earlier, but you just reminded me when we were talking about or when you were talking about the the group leave in town. Uh, speaking of cast you've seen other places, the fat lady is the mom from Gilbert Grape. Yes. I suppose there's there's only so many women that size who can actually like act I don't know. it's probably a slim talent pool i guess is what i'm saying to pick from 
because you're not going to get any you're not going to get either of the what a thousand pound sisters or whatever that show is they're, they <laughs> probably can't act their way out of a wet paper bag so can't hire them and that's wolf girl yeah like we said not not terrible i think there's stuff going on here it's just presented in a way i wouldn't have presented it um i definitely would have trimmed some stuff i would have illuminated some other things that are a little foggy i think there are a lot of times is focused on the wrong stuff yeah and there are characters like the other two you could have just had crystal and Bo. the other two teenagers do not matter at all no you could remove them from this movie and it changes nothing no because they don't even get like a a cool little oh this is their dichotomy thing that we we're highlighting because they're right. like this and the freaks are like this they don't even get one of those so they're just hangarounds. Like the only so, moment that they had outside of the group was this little scene where Tim Curry is talking to them in the dime tent where they've got all the the jars of like freak fetuses. And he basically just gives them like a you better watch your ass type of speech. And that like that's the only real scene they had. Yeah, he's all there's also no I mean, maybe Tim Curry is such a huckster that he's like it doesn't matter. Let everybody in. We'll take everybody's, anybody's money anytime. Must be what it is. Because, like, by the time he's thrown the darts, you know which kids are causing trouble. Yeah. And your favorite are attack, literally attacking your favorite girl, your star attraction. You should have someone keeping an eye out, some sort of security, going, oh, it's those kids. I'm going to run them off. You're not allowed here anymore. You know? Yeah. But he just lets them keep coming and going as they please. Yeah, he, he definitely, to me, and I mean, Tim Curry plays it really well, but his character had, what was his name from Mulan Rouge? Harry Ziegler feel? Yes. Whereas, like, he cares about her, but money, you know? Yeah, he plays it down the middle enough that it really is hard to tell how much does he genuinely care about her or how much is it just, like, she's money in the bank. She's the yeah. money maker. And it could be a little, it can be a little of both. But at the end of the day, one or the other has to win out if you had to choose between the two. And he plays it so it's really hard to tell. It seems like he genuinely does care about her. But he also lets, like, after she's being this mistreated two nights in a row, he's still like, the show must go on, get out there, you know? So that kind of yeah. thing. But yeah. Tim Curry rules. Uh, and that's Wolf Girl, a, an odd penis filled film. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere penis filled film <laughs> very out of nowhere <laughs> and then we're off to the penis races for the rest of the film but yeah it is that time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what next week's movie chosen I keep saying next week even though my show I don't do episodes weekly anymore it's like every three weeks but whatever next episode this movie will be pressing the magic button right now okay next week's movie from 2022 on Netflix. R, R, R. Oh. I've been intrigued by what I've seen of this movie so far. Way back episode three or four, maybe. I did. Uh, but that's the only other Bollywood movie I've ever seen. So, But I remember when this came out, social media being like, oh my God, so crazy. Yeah. I've seen clips enough of it that made me go, that looks like it would be fun. Like, it looks like a fun movie. It's three hours and seven minutes long. Oh God. So it better be. I mean, it's an epic, right? <laughs> it's a Bollywood epic. But yeah, so that's next episode's movie. Uh, a bigger name than Wolf Girl, for sure. RRR, which I believe stands for Rise Revolt. I don't remember the third artist. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. The show's second ever. Because there's Bollywood, Tollywood, Kali. I think this is. The other one we did was Hollywood. I think this is a Tollywood, and it depends on where it was filmed and what language they're speaking in it. Oh. Like if it's Hindi or whatever. So I'm not 100% sure which one this is, but I'll find out before next episode. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> uh, where can people find you, sir, and your ridiculous collection of movies? What are you? How, how long now? What day are you on? <laughs> Well, I'm not going by days because I wa sometimes I'll watch like three a day if I'm on an off day and I've got time. But yeah. Okay, but how long have how long have you been doing this? For? I think my first video I posted was on like January 24th. 
and that was okay. So, so you've been doing it for almost eight months. He watches or he posts on TikTok a movie a day from his collection, starting at the beginning, starting at A, everything except MCU movies, right? Yeah, I'm, and I've actually decided I'm changing my rules. When I get to M, when I get to MAR, I will do the MCU in its entirety. MCU as a whole. Okay. But, uh, but it's been since January. It is now August 21st, and you are on what letter of the alphabet? I, today, I just, right yeah. before I got on with you, I finished District 9. So, so you're still, still in the G's. <laughs> and it was it was movie number 274, I think. And still in the D's. Yes. You have a lot of movies, man. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> That's wild. So yeah, if, if anybody's interested in following that, it's I'm on TikTok doing that at uh, Mr. Movie Nerd 616. I also still have my my project nerd shirt going stuff going on uh, Instagram and Twitter or X. Sorry, not Twitter. Do X. not. Nope. No. 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 Okay. It's Twitter. You're right. You it's, fucking call it Twitter. Twitter. Until until the grave. <laughs> I will never call it any anything else. But it's uh, fucking Twitter, and that's what it's called. Yeah, but I don't really do much with that anymore because I'm so consumed with watching movies. So. <laughs> yeah, I bet kind of like how I don't get to watch movies because I'm too busy working at a movie theater. <laughs> I just uh, took over as head guy at my movie theater. So anytime I had, I didn't, I didn't get to watch Indiana Jones before I left. I didn't get to watch Mission Impossible before I left. I saw Barbie twice or like one and a half times, but otherwise I haven't watched shit. <laughs> so, well, you, you had time to watch Wolf Girl. So there's that at least. <laughs> I found time, and I'm going to have to find three hours to watch RRR. <laughs> I am at Heath Lambert 78 on Twitter. The show is at That's a Random P2. Uh, the show is some form or other of uh, That's a Random, That's a Random Pod, That's a Random Podcast on places like Hive, Mastodon, Slasher, and TikTok. Uh, the show has an email address. That's a random pod at gmail.com. Use that if I accidentally say a bunch of culturally insensitive stuff next episode, just because I don't know anybody. No, <laughs> let me know. No, I'm going to have to do some research because I don't know, you know, I don't know the context of India history and politics and things like that. So it's probably something I should look into before I open my big fucking mouth. <laughs> And I think that's everything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Any last thoughts from you? Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week's movie, or next episode's movie. I've been thinking about watching that for a long time, and now I have a good reason to. Perfect excuse. I'll probably follow it up by finally watching Blight Society, which I bought a couple of weeks ago and still have not watched. Yeah, you're just, that's why you have so many. You just blind buy movies. That's why you have so many movies. I can't do it's that. That's true. Like, I'm building my collection back. I used to have a huge collection, too, and then I sold a bunch of it when I moved, and I'm slowly building it back up and upgrading things that I had on DVD to Blu-ray if it's available, upgrading stuff I have on Blu-ray to 4K if it's available. I just ordered a bunch of stuff. What do I have coming? I have 4Ks of Predator, Batman Returns, Mask of the Phantasm, Jurassic Park Trilogy, not Jurassic World, Jurassic <laughs> Park. I think that's it. And then Batman anime series on Blu-ray, which I used to have, and I sold it, so now I'm getting it back. Awesome! Oh, I just get. I bought for the child. I bought a 14 movie set of one of the Land Before Time movies because there's 14 <laughs> of them. Oh God! But we'll see how that. Her, she's all about dinosaurs now, so whatever. Well, if she's anything like 90% of the children in this country, she'll watch the first one. And love it, and then the rest will be a distant memory. She will. Well, she already watched the first again. one. She watched the first one, and then started the second one. Well, and I think I also ordered the entire. There was a Land Before Time television show as well, and I ordered that. It was. Yes, I don't know if it was one season or two, but I also ordered the set, the box set of that. So she <laughs> will have all the Land Before Time that there is. <laughs> none of them are streaming anywhere. 
which is weird. Yeah, I know. They're universal. You would think it would be on Peacock, yeah. but they're not. Maybe it's a rights of Don Bluth thing. I don't know. I also bought, a, apparently there's four American Tale movies. I only knew of two. Yeah. But apparently there's huh. four, and I just got the set of that for her to watch someday, too. This has nothing to do with anything. Are, is everyone still here? Are you okay? Are you enjoying the scintillating? Oh, they're all gone. The scintillating <laughs> conversation about shit I buy. <laughs> Anyways, that'll do it for this week. Next week, RRR on Netflix. And see what it's all about. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.